Welcome to this week's episode of our Simple Life with Jesus series. I'm certainly glad that you have chosen to join us uh, this week. Uh, my name is Philip Thomas. I'm pastor here in, at Journey in Elgin, Texas. And I just have to say, I'm so excited. This is a big week. I don't know if, if you have been living under a rock and haven't been paying attention. This Saturday, there's going to be an event that will, I'm sure, change the world. Yes, I'm talking about a royal wedding. How exciting is the royal wedding? You know, I just can't wait. I'm, I'm totally designing my day on Saturday around uh, hearing all the news reports of what's going on, of who's going to be there, who's showing up. I'm still waiting, ho- holding out hope that maybe um, I'll randomly get an invite. I'm sure my invite to the wedding was lost in the mail. You know, it had to come all the way across uh, the pond, as they say. And so I know that it's it's going to show up hopefully tomorrow, so I'll have time to book a plane to go over and be part of this huge event. But uh, I, I know that sometimes sarcasm doesn't translate, but I hope that you can hear the sarcasm in my voice. But I have to say that every morning, whenever I turn on the television and it's on just a random station, I get to hear about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And I will say it is about time that we as Americans get to infiltrate the royal family. It's taken a while, but in my lifetime, we are finally infiltrating the family, and I'm sure we will change the course of history forever. But you know, it really is fascinating, isn't it? Fascinating the attention that is given to the monarchy. And and as we know now, it's a monarchy that is pretty much just a figurehead. But people are still fascinated with it. I can remember when Princess Diana uh, died in the tragic car wreck. And the whole world just was totally obsessed with everything about that. You know, there's something that draws people, the common person, if you will, (laughs) the, the normal person, there's something that draws us to royalty, to power. And I don't know what it is. I don't know why that is. Because throughout history, dictators and kings have <laughs> nearly without exception um, not been favorable uh, to their subjects, to the normal person. But yet we continue to be drawn to the kings. You know, and whenever we say, Uh, I ask you to think about the royal family or think about what a king is. You know, we we probably all have different ideas that come to our head. And one of the first ones that comes to my head is I think of uh, King Arthur, you know, the wonderful story of King Arthur. And, of course, King Arthur um, is uh, a a king who uh, brought people together. He created the round table so that, you know, he was just one of the, the knights um, kind of a a very positive image of a king. The problem is, is that King Arthur is a myth, right? That I don't I don't think he existed. You know, I doubt there was a sword in the in the stone. That was one of my favorite Disney movies growing up. The sword in the stone. See, because the problem is, is if we're honest, whenever we start looking at kings, um, the reality is, is kings weren't so good. But yet, we continue to look at them, to fascinate, 
over the idea of royalty, of the monarchy. You know, and I I look back, this is not a new (laughs) phenomenon. The people of Israel, you know, had been ruled, if you will, as a theocracy um, where the the priest and the judges um, kind of were head of the government. And yet they looked around at the other nations and they were jealous and they wanted a king. So they were given King Saul. And that started a pattern for them of, of kings that would do some good things and then would turn and become selfish and consumed by power, consumed by greed, and pretty much the nation would suffer for it. We don't really see a whole lot of examples of great kings. There may be an individual king here or there that would be good, but overall, kingships, dictatorships are never good for people. But yet we continue to fascinate over them. I think it's because we we put ourselves in that position maybe. We like to think of the power that it would come with. The fact that you could do anything that you wanted. That you would have ultimate control. And then maybe in our heads we have this idea that You know, if we just got the right king, man, he would be able to give us what we needed. He would be able to provide for us. You know, we're all looking for something that will provide safety, security, prosperity, happiness. And many times we look for those things to be found uh, in a political system. And I think sometimes that leads to this fascination with a perfect king. You know, one thing that we usually don't think about when we think about a king, we usually don't think of a normal man hanging on a cross. In Matthew chapter 27, verse 37, it says, And above his head they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Now talk about a, a, an ironic picture. Here Jesus is, beaten bloodied, hanging on a cross. And above him says, here he is, the king of the Jews. What king finds himself hanging on a cross, willingly hanging on the cross? Well, it's a king that truly loves his people. See, the problem with our earthly kings is they ultimately are in it for themselves. They may do some wonderful things and some benevolent things here or there, but there's always going to be that human selfishness that will drive them to make decisions 
that will be for their interest and not for the interest of their people. Jesus came as the King of Kings. He came and he poured out his life for us because we were what was most important to him. It wasn't his life. It wasn't him gaining power and respect and prestige. No, he wanted us to know how much he loved us. You know, on Saturday, whenever you see (laughs) all the news and things about this royal wedding, I want you to think about who your king really is. That your king is one who died on a cross, is one who overcame sin and death, is one who reigns today. And if you are seeking any kind of an earthly king to find happiness, to find safety, to find fulfillment, you're going to be missing out. Don't look to the monarchy. Don't look to a political world system. Look to the king of kings. Look to your Savior who poured out his life for you and live for your King today. Have a wonderful week.